Yes, we are live. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right, guys. Yeah, we follow that. podcast with a burp. Hell yeah. That's how he does things around here, man. He just thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants. I can. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. I'm, I'm a gold four in the oddball preview playlist. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm a gold four in the oddball. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever fuck with me. Don't at me. You fucking bronze the silver players. Watch out. We got a fucking badass yeah. gold over here. Yeah, I'll, I'll fuck up anybody underneath gold four. You, you know it. <laughs> All right, well, to start it off, welcome back, everybody, to the Dinkast podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Ooh. Everybody say hello. Guys. Episode three. Hello, hello, guys. Episode three, the Dink Menace. <laughs> oh, the <Yes>. Dink Menace. <laughs> Revenge of the Dink. <laughs> well, anyways, um, first things first, we do have a special guest here with us today. It is uh, Mellow. Hi. What? Introduce yourself, oh. bud. Uh, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Round of applause. Yes. Oh, yes. I joined the Dane crew about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. A founder, practically. Many, many a late night playing Halo with Dave. And then I met his like, 13-year-old younger, younger brother. Not turned out to be tiny. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've been hanging out with you for, for a while now. I'm a 13-year-old doing a fucking podcast. That's, That's right. Yes. Confirmed as of right now. You know, I get that a lot. You know, I'll do a funny Legit. story about that later, but I get that, that a is, lot. You're that is what I thought you were. Well, I'm sure. I'm like, sure everybody gets that. Like, hey, guys. Like, oh. <laughs> I love the it's little like, oh, you just gave me. <laughs> it's like, damn, Dave's got a little brother playing Halo. I wish. Well, I guess Tiny kind of is like Dude, my I'm little brother, f- so I'm I'll take that. <laughs> the fucking god brother of Halo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, first things oh, first um, We're on our On a road to becoming an affiliate with Twitch So that's super fucking awesome Ooh. We only need uh, 50 followers We're currently at 8 As that's what it says On our little pretty little challenge Thing at the top of the screen So Yeah we need 50 followers by December 12th And um, if we hit 50 followers We'll do a giveaway of Rogue Energy Aha uh-huh. That's super exciting. Just a shout out to Rogue Energy. Yes. Fucking get some more people in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need um, anybody who's uh, viewing right now. Just uh, go tweet out the stream. Shout us out. Um, shout out Rogue Energy. Let them know what we're doing. And I appreciate with giving us the opportunity to be partnered with them. Yeah, and, that's um, nice. If you guys don't know who um, Rogue Energy is. Rogue Energy is the world's first premium cognitive beverage for gamers. Rogue Energy strives to offer the ultimate energy and focus drink for those pursuing excellence. Enjoy the best cognitive performance beverage on the market today. You guys can use Dinkcast on your next order, and you'll get a percentage off of that. Yeah. Use that yeah. code, bro. Yes. Shout out to the them. Fam. Um, help out the stream. Tweet us out. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Let's get a follow. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, oh, so yeah, you guys could tweet us out. We very much appreciate it. Yes. Um. So we covered our special guest. We introduced ourselves. We shout out Rogue as always. Like always. 
Um, I guess the first thing that we start out, like always, is in the news with Oscar. Take it away, buddy. Haha, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? Tell me what's in the news, please. Fine, yeah. I guess so. Oh, damn, just straight to it. Got it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> just, I really want to know. <laughs> I mean, yes. You got this great news that I want to hear. Just, just throw it at oh. us. Well, it's more of like a study I've been researching on, and since we've been talking a lot about, you know, how like the younger generation is kind of coming up as, you know, better video gamers, which led me to wonder, you know, are these kids like just going to be freaking high school dropouts like everybody believes gamers are? But according to a study... Uh, conducted at the Digital Creativity Labs at York University, they say that brainy gamer kids who play video games are smarter than those who don't, which I, I tend Ooh. to believe that as a gamer kid. You know, I think, I think we're all smarter than <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty smart. <laughs> smarter Not just you, my average gamer. Yeah, exactly. I'm smarter so, than a goal three, that's for sure. <laughs> right, and so the studies... They're not really, um, you know, they have no bearing on the question such as whether playing computer games makes young kids smarter, but they said they simply establish a correlation between the skill of certain online games um, with, you know, classic strategy games such as chess and checkers, you know, like. That's interesting. So, so they're, researchers, they're, yeah. They're, com uh, they're comparing, like, online games to these strategy games because there are strategy games on the PC. Like, you can play Total War and you can play Portal, and that seems more, like, cognitive to me. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so they're trying to decide, or they're trying to see if they can make a, you know, a similarity between kids who are super smart at, you know, physical strategy games such as chess or, you know, simulated games via video games, you know. Mm -hmm. So researchers focused on multiplayer online battle arenas uh, and multiplayer first-person shooters. And researchers from York's Department of Psychology and Computer Science, they carried out two studies. The first examined a group of subjects who were highly experienced in League of Legends, and the second analyzed data from four games, which were League of Legends and Defense of the Ancients 2, Dota 2, for anybody out there who hasn't heard of it, but I'm sure you heard of Dota. Um, and two first-person shooters, which would be Destiny and Battlefield 3, which we have a Destiny pro named Mello with us, so I'm glad <laughs> I got you on here to give me some insight into this one. Thank you. But in this, yeah, in the second study with the four games, the researchers found that for large groups consisting of thousands of players, performance in the MOBAs, or, you know, as I was saying, the multiplayer online battle arenas, and IQ behave in similar ways. Although uh, the effect was not found for per first-person shooters, where performance declined after the teens, so rip the dream for us, because <laughs> oh, no. we're not getting any benefits from playing first-person shooters in our age. You know, it's mainly for kids who are, like, still in that special development adolescence age. So we're kind of just, yeah. we, we, we might be just wasting our lives here, but it's okay. We're, we're wasting my life up there. <laughs> Study corresponding author Al or Professor Alex Wade said, "Our research would suggest that your performance in these games can measure uh, can be a measure of intelligence and in relations to those who excel at chess." So, uh, uh, my one of my questions is: Are video game nerds, kid nerds, right now are they the elitists of the next generation? Since they already have such high cognitive skills, like Mello was saying. What do you guys think? Depends on what games they're playing. Like, that's true out of the watch some like high-end dota gameplay but like even the map is kind of presented in a way that chess is you got that top top-down view you can see everything that's going on at least on your end of the the map you exactly got, like, strategic plans for the future more than you have to do for uh 
for an FPS like Halo. Like that's all in the moment mostly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's like reaction yeah. or like your reaction speed and I would you know, another game like that would be like civilization games. I play a ton of civilization and that's a top down view. You gotta control your economy, your government, your where you're gonna place your cities, your city resources, your food management. Like there's so much to do in those games. I could kind of see what you're talking about there, Oscar, with all that. Like risk on drugs. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's even like (laughs) there's religion. There's there's all kinds of crazy stuff. You gotta keep your people happy. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's more than just like point click games, you know. So, which is super nice. Point click games, Uh, the waves of the future. Exactly. (laughs) One of the downsides, though. Right, so one of the downsides to this is um, the ESRB ratings on these games. You know, these games are being played by most kids, but as we know, Dota is rated 17+, Battlefield is rated 18+. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are is it okay to let these younger generation people or kids play this game? If, you know, there is some benefits to it, obviously, with this research so far. Uh, they're not saying, like... It, video games make you smarter it's just more of like video games give you the same kind of you know um coordination like the whole mind strategy thing it gives you more practice into that just like playing chess or playing the piano would so would you if hypothetically we all had kids here would you let them play these kinds of games knowing oh yeah, yeah. at Definitely. least at least it would be a benefit somewhere like to shit I'd play my with kids. Them. I'd be like I'd be spanking my kids on and off the video game you know <laughs> I see no problem um, with letting yeah, I don't either like, depends, um, like, like what, especially Dota like there can be some really really toxic people in that environment so if you can exactly. from, like, uh, I think that's with most games though you know well I guess but at least on Xbox like there's parental controls to turn off mm-hmm. uh True. Communication, so they they can just never hear that shit from anybody. Fuck their mom. So yeah, <laughs> born That's random funny. seventeen just became dank, dude. We appreciate oh, your follow, hey, Thanks, random. Good random. Oh, yes. I love your streams, dude. I hop in there yes. pretty often, dude. Nice, awesome. So, like, but does this open? Yeah, to the dank family. So, does this research? Oh, yes. I'm I'm waiting for that SpongeBob thing to pop up. Should but uh. Right. So does this offer like uh, another genre of gaming, you know, like maybe they can make um, some kind of style of these MOBA games for kids aimed more for kids. Like, do you think that could be something that comes out in the future? Or what do you guys think about that? I I guess. Yeah, but smart idea. Yeah, to aim kids. I just think like usually kids games aren't very popular because kids will just play you know, the regular games. Yeah, like, exactly. I can see those kind of games coming out, but I just don't see them being that popular. Yeah, I don't see them that, being that, aimed that, at that generation of kids. Yeah, I, like, my parents, yeah. like, my parents never bought me, like, you know, like, kids' games. You know I mean, I, when I was a little kid, they bought me Halo and COD, and, you know, like, so. Exactly. I don't see a big problem with that kind of stuff, you know. Right. To be honest, it I probably mean, have to, like, start filtering out, you know, and being like, we have to make sure the kids who are, like, five years old start playing those games, because it's not, like you say, they're not going to get the preteens of this age onto games that are more targeted toward their age. So, yeah, it might have to be, like, a lot of, maybe putting it into a bunch of generations until finally, maybe one generation, the generations that these games might be made for are finally playing those games. 
So I get, I totally get what you're saying on that. I mean, let's just. I think, especially with games, you don't want to target a specific age group. Like, if you're just making a game for young kids, it's probably not going to be fun for anybody older. And I think to make a good game, you have to make a game that's fun for you. So, like a game like Minecraft, for example, that was like a 30 year old Ah. game for himself. And right. it just caught on because it was fun, and it turned out like there's no blood in that game, so it's fine for kids. Right. So if that's, something like yeah, Smite that, caught that's on, a good example. Um, Smite is like a god battling simulator. It's it's a MOBA, but it's like a third person, I guess. And it, right. it's not like graphically uh, sexual like some Dota heroes are or some some League heroes are. So right. something like that could catch on with kids. Even like some Overwatch heroes, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Did you anybody watch BlizzCon when they showed like the new like uh, Widow outfit? Like all the fucking gamer boys went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the gamer boys, they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they know somebody's gonna cosplay as that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Is there anything I don't know. else? Yeah, I I don't think there's anything wrong with letting your kid play some any type of game. Really, it could be anything. Like me either it, especially if there's yeah there's research linking like you know those kinds of uh those moba games if it's linking that between that and chess or that and playing the piano or something like that right I mean, that that's a good sign for me I see mean, for me when you what talk about trying to say yeah when you talk about kids and games to me it comes down to like what the, most, the biggest benefit i see from kids playing games is problem solving skills yeah and that goes oh, across yeah. all games, even first-person shooters. Like, um, I've worked a lot of jobs that were fast-paced. I was a valet for a very long time, and I could handle a lot of hardcore, fast, insane situations better than a lot of my other coworkers. And I really think that's because I grind Halo and Call of Duty and a bunch of other games for like at least three hours a day. You know, right. <clears throat> it's like there would be some workers, man, at the valet. Like, you, we get an influx of cars, and they just shut down. They're like, I don't know what to do. Like, what's happening? Blah blah. And I was just like, boom, 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 boom. You know. Um, see, yeah, you have to. That's what it comes down to for me. Yeah, games. that's what it comes down to for me. It's the so problem solving. Playing skills. video games has helped you often helped you out in life. Uh, I do, oh, especially yeah. when it comes to things like that, because I don't. That's a, I don't yeah. Know. I worked that's a, a lot of low end type of jobs where, like, I worked at a restaurant, I worked as valet, I worked at a gas station, I, you know, all these other different jobs, and those are kind of jobs where, like, you could get hit with a ton of people or a ton of different things going on at once, you know, and. Mm-hmm. I'm able to focus on, I'm able to be like, oh, I got to help my customers here. I got to watch this guy in the back because I think he might be stealing some shit. I got to be doing this and that. I gotta, <laughs> like, I just think all that, I got quick eyes. And I think that's because of the, all the gaming I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, Mellow, I think, think video yeah. games have helped you in your life? Um, maybe not so much professionally, but like I've, I've made good friends <laughs> playing Halo. So that's been good. Yeah. Like, that works, yeah. That's good. A social interactive. Yeah, it's a good way to get social. social. That's a good thing. Yeah, I exactly. hate that trope about video games where they're like, they're, you're just anti-social if you play video games. That ain't true, oh, man. I got. No, I probably have more friends yeah. on Xbox than I do in real life. Like, sure. Oh, oh yeah. That you know, that's a big thing for kids nowadays. Kids are not social. Kids are on the couch all the time. You know, so yeah. The fact that they can at least have contact with uh, another human being instead of a mm-hmm. game console, you know, that, that that's that's a good benefit. Or I should mention that, uh, gaming kind of got me inter- interested in game development, and that got me interested yeah, in the coding. True. So now I know right. some coding. I'm not really in game development now, but like, it kind of sent me down the coding path. That's right. Really cool. 
That is cool, yeah. That's super awesome. Yeah, and that, indus- that industry is growing pretty damn good, so. Yeah, definitely, especially with uh, mobile games becoming a, a huge thing, especially in the competitive scene. Becoming oh, a developer yeah. in a mobile game that oh, is yeah. so competitive, I mean, that's super, super good. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you told you this, Mello. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we told you this, but at DreamHack Denver, there was an area where they had mobile game tournaments going on. Weird. Yeah, we thought, we thought, like yeah, Castle that's Crushers what we or Castle Royale, yeah, whatever, Castle, that, uh, whatever it was called. We were just like, that's so weird. Huh. And that was becoming a thing. And there were a lot of people there. There's a good amount of people sitting around there. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Not my jam, man, but, you know. <laughs> Me either, yeah. I mean, we, walked, yeah. We, we literally walked by and we were like, oh, look at that, that's cool, and just kept going. But, like, it was still interesting <laughs> to see it there, you know. Yeah, to cut to, right. to touch a little bit on the subject of, like, mobile games becoming competitive, um, uh-huh. I just forgot what I was going to say, but, oh, now Ooh, I remember, um, the Twitch is, um, going to help, um, video gamers that play mobile games to stream off of their phone so mm-hmm. that they could stream Castle Crushers and stuff like that. That's crazy. Wow. Damn, see, it's, um, Castle yeah. Crushers is a, uh, PC and Xbox game and not, not a mobile game. That's the one. Oh, that's I think she's talking about. I think she's talking about. Um, God, what's that one called with the stupid characters? The Royale one. Castle Crushers or um, Castle Royale? I don't mean. I really don't. Know. I should probably sure look this up. Clash of Clans. That's the one. That's the one. Clash of Clans. <laughs> Calling it Castle Crushers for two episodes. <laughs> you can totally tell. You can tell we don't play mobile games. Dude. Yeah, for real. Tell, I mean, for a person who doesn't play <laughs> mobile games at all, Mallow knows it. So. What does that say? Yes. <laughs> well, he's in the seed. My buddy Nick oh, was in there for a while. That's, that's oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, yeah. So I'm glad. Anything else in the well, news, yeah. Oscar? No, I like to get, I just want you guys' opinions on this. I thought it was a very good research study. Okay. Shout out to York University for defending video games in some way. They could have just well said that we were all fat, lazy people. <laughs> Right, exactly. I mean, that's pretty much the stigma, right? Yeah, for all these mass shootings and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we play Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty, we're just gonna go shoot up a club or school, exactly. whatever. Because right. that's the type of games that we play. And nope, I'd rather be here playing Halo, shooting online people. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And also, I think that's just more of the thing. I don't think video gamers are wanting to go outside and do stuff. So <laughs> We have raids to worry about. We have to rank, man. I got time exactly. to do that shit. There's double XP weekends. You think I'm going to waste my weekend going out? I'm like, excuse you. Yeah, like, perfect example. Um, yesterday, one of my coworkers from work was like, hey, do you want to go grab a beer at Marvel? I was like... Currently practicing with my team in matchmaking. <laughs> I can't, dude. And he's like, "Oh, that's cool." Sorry, dude. There's a lot of people that don't like, understand what? this issue, but that was an issue. I can't go. Obligations with my team. <laughs> See, yeah, that, it's a good reason. It's very valid. I'm sure our followers would say so. If we had an emote to be like, say yes in the chat, I'd say. Put that down in the chat. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, uh, 
if someone plays like UFC Fight Night or Mortal Kombat at someone and they go out to a bar and kick the shit out of someone, no one's going to be like, oh my god, he kicked the shit out of someone because he plays Mortal Kombat all day, you know? (laughs) That never happens. It's always, it's just stupid, dude. It's stupid. I think it's all just a scapegoat kind of thing. Instead of the real issues at hand, people like to blame something that's completely obstructive from the actual problem. Yeah, it's people not understanding to me. It's the same thing with, like, metal, you know? Like, every time you hear about mass shootings going on, they always play video games and heavy metal. And I do both those things, and I just sit on my ass all day. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. So, um, anything else we want to talk about before we move on to our next topic? No, I think we're good. We're good. Thank you guys for your inputs. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the news. So, uh, Halo CE turned 16 years old yesterday. Mm-hmm. Happy late birthday! Freaking crazy! That's been so yeah. long since the first Halo came out. That makes me feel old. I mean, yeah, I really. Uh, go ahead, Mello. Halo's development went. No, it no. was like it was a it was an RTS game at first. Oh yeah, and it was for Mac, wasn't it? Yeah, Mac exclusive RTS game. That first trailer's nuts. And then it turned <laughs> so weird, like a third-person shooter, like Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And once Microsoft bought it out, it turned into the FPS. But man, can you imagine a fucking third-person Halo game? Or an RTS Mac exclusive Halo game? I like. I mean, there's we, an we old. We got an RTS game. We got Halo. We did. Now. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Our, oh, don't you imagine? There's an old like picture from like the first like development of Halo from back when it was like Mac exclusive, and it's like an elite. With an energy sword and Master Chief with a machete, like getting ready to fucking fight each other, and it's the funniest picture. I know that'd be sick. (laughs) Let me see if I can pull up that. You guys could keep talking. Let me see if I can pull up that picture just real quick. It is the it is the funniest, and he looks he looks like a stormtrooper. In (laughs) real talk, I really like that original Master Chief design. He looks fucking rad, man. He's got like pouches all over the place. Yeah, got like a hat on. It's kind of (laughs) weird. And, like, a bunch of those promotional images, they have, like, three chiefs and a warthog just going on. Yeah. <laughs> so the plan was to have, like, additional Spartans, I think, at the beginning, but the way the development went, they thought it'd be more interesting to make him the, the last Spartan, quote-unquote, yeah. the last of the Spartan 2s, I guess. Is uh, Halo 1 where you guys started getting competitive? No. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> I was a campaign nerd till five, honestly. I got two and one at the same time. Uh-huh. So I, I played those campaigns a lot with my buddy Max. And uh, I played like some 1v1s with him a little bit, but like, I wasn't competitive online. It wasn't See, until... That's... Sorry, Dave, go until... No, 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 you go finish your thought, sorry. It wasn't until uh, Halo 3 beta that I got Xbox Live. That I was like, oh wow! I started playing online. Like the Halo Three beta was the first game that I played online, and then I played Halo Two after the beta ended. And then I played Halo. Interesting. Yeah. I just remember me and Tiny used to bring our X. We lived down the street from each other when we were kids, and we used to take our Xboxes over to each other's houses and just. And we always make this joke: one v one, me Magnums hang them high, and that's literally what we would play like (laughs) all day, all day. day. Hang him high is great, man. Yeah, dude. It was, yeah. Unfortunately, I am unable to find this fucking concept art of the original Master Chief. Mm-hmm. I'll keep looking for it. 
Um, also, um, Xbox Live turned uh, 15 years old as of yesterday. What was your I mean, first... That is literally my first fucking search. Here, I'm going to send it to you. Oh, God. This is how bad I am, dude. Don't mess with the master. How bad I am. So we'll bring that up. But uh, when was the first time you guys got Xbox Live? Did you guys get it right off launch? Oh, no. Oh, no. I think my first Xbox Live was when I was like 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't have it for a long time until I was an adult. Yeah, I've had it off and on for a while. I've had it since I was about 12 or 13 years old. It was in 2006. Mm-hmm. When that Halo 3 beta came out. Okay. Nice. Um, I do believe I started playing Xbox Live at the end of Halo 3. That's why I didn't really get into competitive until Halo Reach was out. That was my shit for the longest time, and it's still considered not the greatest Halo ever, but um, I absolutely loved Reach. When you think say competitive, do you mean you were following the scene or that you were just playing online? Both. Well, you know, the scene wasn't really there. I mean, Reach wasn't all that. Games. MLB yeah. was still doing, doing Yeah, stuff. I mean, it wasn't as big. And it was right. still semi there. But as far as, like, playing, me actually playing competitively, yeah, I played matchmaking all the time. And I was solo queuing. I had no one to play with. True. Yep, yep. I got into Halo 3 right when, like, we were getting into high school. Uh-huh. So... Everybody in high school was playing Halo 3. It was just the thing to do. So there was always somebody to play with. There was like a custom game going on. We were playing like fucking I Am Legend on some custom Forge maps. Like crazy zombie modes. (laughs) Oh yeah. We were playing uh, a lot of twos. I played a lot of twos with Dylan. I played a lot of twos with my buddy uh, Ryan. I played a lot of twos with my buddy uh, Aiden. Yeah. We were getting pretty uh, we used to, when I was in high school, there was, uh, after school every day, we used to uh, pull two TVs in from the AV room and hook up two Xboxes, system link, we play 4s, like Halo 2, Halo 3 4s. That's awesome. So I didn't really play online because I was playing customs after school with, in a Catholic school of all places, which was really funny to me, but still. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Oh yeah, dude. We used to, and everyone was just talking trash to each other right next. To, I love that experience. So, like, when I hear pros talk about the here's experience, that, like, here's a picture of Master Chief with a machete on stream. Doesn't it look Check rad, though? Dude, it looks fucking it's dope fucking as awesome. hell, dude. It's pretty, pretty cool, <laughs> dude. I mean, you have an energy, you have a fucking elite with an energy sword, and then you just have Master Chief running up the hill with a fucking machete. Like, come at me, bro. Your energy sword got nothing on me. You got nothing. <laughs> it just looks super cool. I like how the elite looks too. He doesn't look anything like what the elites ended up looking like. He's barely got any armor on, and that'll yeah. you can't see it from here. But he doesn't have the like split jaw. He just has like a yeah. Don't, mouth. Yeah, oh, I yeah, remember you that. Yeah, see it. Yeah, you still got Warthog back and the Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. There's a trailer out there that you can watch for that particular make of Halo, and it's really fucking weird to watch it. It's so cool. Yeah. The Spartan's like holding a, a flag with a bungee logo on it, waving it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Concept art's the best. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. God, it looks so weird. Yeah, just imagine how. That's totally, back there. that's totally something we should 
maybe have a segment on maybe podcasts cut content from games that would have been nice to see in the actual final uh, production. There's a lot of cut content out there. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, a lot of content that you hear about that you wish that were in a game. Oh yeah, uh, out yeah. there. Oh yeah. Um, so we kind of covered how we got involved in Halo, but um, we all got involved with one another in Halo and Halo Five. So that's exciting. Yes. Yes. I mean, well, jerks. huh? We met you, jerks. Yeah. Yeah. You met us. <laughs> We met this so-called Halo God. To us, you're the Halo God. (laughs) That's a Halo God. I think this title has been thrust upon me. It it definitely has been thrust upon you. I mean, when um, (laughs) it was just me and Dave at one point, we would just do random. Yeah, for a long time, and then um, we met a few people. All through MCC. Yeah, Yeah, through MCC, and then we finally met some people to play with. But then all of a sudden, Melo came along. What'd you say? Oh, yeah. Because I joined, like, after Rilf was there. When, uh, God, it's... Oh, man, it's a real complicated story. It really is. It all comes down to this one guy called, um, Pim. Or we called him Pim. And he was annoying as hell. And, um, we all have, like, this collective thought. I mean, really a thought. We voiced it out that we didn't really like this guy. Okay. So we formed a group away from him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where yeah. Dig Team 6 was born. And then um, we met Albie. Albie introduced us to Rob. Oh, and okay. I think, um, did Rob know Did Rob know you? Did Rolf know you? No, uh, Ritz knew me. I don't know okay. how Ritz was connected to uh, you guys, though. Rob okay. knew Ritz. Rob knew Ritz. And Ritz brought you. That's when her friend well, Tiger used to play as well. Ritz knew this guy named Me Brian. And me, Brian, hooked me up with Ritz. And Ritz hooked me up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's been our our little dink team. Dink team origins right there. <laughs> it's just all yeah, like this big old, really big old fucking roller coaster ride of how we got together as a group. This is how literally how it happened. All because of this oh, one yeah. guy that we mutually do not like. And it just corresponded into people bringing other people into the mix. And it's been like that ever since. Yeah, so you just make friends with the people that hate the same people you hate. That's, I think that's how you make good friends in life. Gotta have some common ground. And hate exactly. is a pretty good common ground. <laughs> it's very really pure, is. yeah. It's very pure of an emotion. I don't know, you know, I was fortunate for that guy. I mean, you know, I've never heard from him since. I don't even know if he still fucking is on Xbox anymore. <laughs> Maybe he would be proud to bring so many people together in hate over right. him. The reason why we're here today is because of you, man. So if it's anything you did right, it was that. He did, yeah, he did something right. You did the dang team proud. Uh, what do we got next? Um, Ooh. You guys want to talk about the Xbox One X? Ooh. I mean, we haven't covered that yet. a lot of mixed reviews about that one. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, somebody start. Go ahead, Mel. Go start. We'll start with you. Right. Xbox One X, it's got it's got all the flops. It's super powerful. It's uh, basically a gaming PC in the shell of an Xbox. You can do, you can do 4K, in case you didn't know. I'm sure that fucking Microsoft has been touting that, so everybody's heard by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they've been talking about it since last year. 
everybody knows. Like the 4K. main thing on their banner. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox and One really, X on it, and then 4K is just plastered over the Xbox One X. Yep. And no other text. In the trailer, in the Xbox One X trailer too, they showed Minecraft, and they were like, you get Minecraft 4K. I was like, well, who, what? what? You didn't I guess Minecraft, here it is. Yeah, it's like Minecraft already looks like a shitty pixelated game. Why does it need to be in 4K? I mean, that's the way it's supposed to look, you know? Yeah, apparently this uh, Xbox One X, even if you're not playing like an optimized game, it plays every game smoother than the original. So, that's awesome. I don't think anybody here has played it. But no, 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 not currently. How do you feel about giving it, uh, it giving people maybe a competitive advantage? Being that it plays Halo 5 at uh, 4K? No stuttering, no right. slowdowns. Right, no lag. Yeah. I mean, I saw some of the pros tweeting about it. Um, in particular, Spartan, who was talking about if um, they're not going to have the Xbox One Xs at events, then they need to let them know so that they can still practice on their Xbox One X, um, the original Xbox One or their S console. I think yeah. they would use the X, wouldn't they? Because, like... That quality comes through even on streams. Yeah. Right. Streams are just so much more more crisp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the like the sticker AR. Um, that that's. Oh in. yeah yeah I have it. When you have it in your hands on like a original Xbox One console, it looks like shit. Like you're viewing it from an angle, and like the textures are all blurred because like it doesn't have any texture filtering. Yeah, because you can't really right. see the stickers that. on it. Yeah, it just looks like blobs on an AR. Yeah, I saw um, Snipedown streaming with his One X, and you could fucking make out every detail on that AR, even though you're viewing it at, a, at, a, at an angle. And it just looks so much nicer. Oh. Wow. It looks so nice. I mean, I would so, hope that they would use Xbox One X. That needs to be one of those. But you got to remember that that's like $500 a console, eight consoles yeah. for one station, and they usually have like two or three or four stations set up. So that's oh, a dude, lot of money. At Dreamhack. Oh, we got... SSJ Blue Ranger, and I do believe that's Frank. Just it became is. part of the Dank family. Welcome, brother. Hey! Appreciate you. Thank you, Frank. Woods Cakes. We'll have to go sell Roommate them. Roommate love. <laughs> yeah, we will. Shut up. I don't want to talk about your bromance here. <laughs> I'll, go buy a six I'll go buy him a six-pack here in a little bit, and we'll be good. No, but to go back on like what you were saying, Mello, about having eight Xbox One... X's at a station at DreamHack. They had what 15, 16 stations, something like that. It was crazy. Dude, they had a huge amount of stations, and it was very much needed because there was a lot yeah. of open teams. And then yeah. there were supposed to be two hundred and eighty people for the free for all. That was supposed to be the cap size, and they boosted that up to almost a hundred more. I think, which drove me nuts because we were waiting around for forever. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead, Mel. As long as the championship bracket is on One X's, that's fine. Like, I don't think it's unreasonable to play FFAs on a normal Xbox One. I don't think it's unreasonable to play, like, an open bracket on an original Xbox One, just because, like, like you said, there's going to be, like, 16 stations. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no way you can justify that amount of expense to yeah. get a <laughs> playing on a One X. I guess have the feature oh. stations and the championship stations have the Xbox One X's? Does that sound pretty reasonable? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you may 